Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back to another series for Amplify Your Weddings. As all of us are growing, we are shifting, we are pivoting. At the end of the day, many of us are still photographers. And if you're still listening and happen to be creative, I'm so happy you're here because this conversation is not just for photographers, although it totally is about photography editing. It is a great lesson and kind of checkpoint for us as we discover these growing pains for us to start outsourcing. So the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to growing your photography business is outsourcing your editing. I have to be completely transparent. It took me years. I'm talking over a decade to truly invest and release my editing. As a photographer, I am just so, so connected to my images and I am a mama bear about my images and color and light and all the things that go into just truly loving my clients. And I will tell you, my business did not bloom. My business did not feel like it was making profits or getting off the ground until I invested in an editor. Now, Elisa McCormick is an incredible friend. I've self-appointed her a fairy godmother in my business. I actually met her at the Amy and Jordan workshop way back, I believe, 2016. It's been years and years that she has been a cheerleader for my business. Not only is she an incredible photo editor, but she also teaches other photographers and anyone really that is interested in possibly becoming an editor themselves. Elisa is an incredible grandmother, beautiful mama, and a true encourager for all small business. And we both reside here in sunny Arizona. So it is so fun that we get to connect, grab lunches often, and truly support our businesses and all of our wild ideas. All right, all right, all right. I can go on about Elisa for days. She is one of my favorite humans, and I cannot wait to introduce you to my photography editor. Let's dance. Welcome to Keanu Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. 
All right. All right. Welcome, Elisa. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining this morning. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness. Well, I just need to kind of preface and share with the world that you and your business has completely transformed my business. You have given me (laughs) so much life back. And I know that you know this, but for those listening, um, as my editor, this is something that I have been white knuckling for a long time. And I have really, really (laughs) pushed back. I felt like I couldn't afford it. I felt like I am the only one, I am the best photographer that could edit my images. And (laughs) I know you deal with this a lot. You you do a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But yes, so I just, let's just dive right into the questions. Why should every wedding photographer outsource their editing? That is such a good question. And not to be contrary, but I don't think every every wedding photographer should outsource. Um, but when they're ready, and I can go into that in more detail if you need me to, but not everybody's ready for an editor. There are things that you need as a photographer before you seek an editor. But once you're at that point, yes, every photographer, wedding photographer should have an editor, in my opinion, unless they love to edit. But most photographers are creatives and they got into the business because they love creating the art. They love being with the client. They love the posing and the composition and finding awesome locations and all of that. And sitting behind a computer for hours and hours and hours to then call and edit what they've captured in camera usually sucks the life out of most photographers. And if it's not sucking the life out of them, it's definitely a time suck. So as a photographer, they wear so many hats And if they can take this one hat off, the editing hat off, it gives them so much more time for life and building their business and all the other things that is required of them as business owners. Yes. That's my short answer. Yeah, no, I love this. So kind of digging a little bit deeper, what would be your advice for a photographer that is not sure if they're ready? What are some factors? Yes, that's such a great question. So what I meant by not everybody's ready for an editor, if you're brand new and you are unsure of your style, you don't really know how, you know, you're not sure you know yet how you want your images to look, you're still messing around with your greens or your skin tones or, you know, how much pop do I want? Things like that, you're probably not ready for an editor yet because if you as a photographer is not sure, you're not sure what you want your images to look like, it's gonna be impossible for an editor to mimic your style because you're still figuring out what your style is. So that would be one thing is make sure you know your style so that your editor can get in your head and mimic that style. And then secondly, I would make uh, tell someone that's just starting out, make sure you know your camera, that you know how to set white balance, you know how to capture, you know, pictures in camera beautifully. You know the right light to look for because that is crucial. Until you've done that, there is no editor on earth that's going to be able to create magic with your images if you're not capturing them correctly. I have this saying with my clients, and you've probably heard me say it, (laughs) if you sprinkle sugar on poop, it's still poop. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If you're a brand new photographer and you're capturing poop, um, no editor in the world is going to make your images look the way you're dreaming that they should look. So make sure you know your camera and you know how to capture it well in camera 
so that your editor can give you that post product that you dream of. That would be my advice to new photographers before they go looking for an editor. Amazing. And you're right. I believe true photography is captured in camera. It really is. As an editor, we can make it look beautiful. We can always make it look better than it does in camera, but it's not magical. We're not unicorns. And if it starts out awful, (laughs) there's only so much that we're going to be able to do in (laughs) post-production. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so how can you going like kind of going on the little amplifier weddings and talking about wedding photography, what are the benefits of working with an editor from a client's perspective? From a client as in the photographer's client? Yes. Like getting those images back so much faster is just a dream come true. Yes, it really is. So most of my photographers have their weddings to me. Um, Most weddings are shot, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And most of my photographers have their weddings to me that following week. And then my turnaround time is anywhere from two to five business days. So more often than not, they a client can have their wedding images, their entire gallery, not just a sneak peek, but they can have their whole gallery back as they're coming home from their honeymoon, which is just unbelievable for them to be able to relive that while they're still on that, you know, wedding high. And then for a photographer, it's wonderful for them because it gives them more time to spoil their clients and give just a rich client experience to their bride and groom because they're not stuck behind a computer. You know, they have time to touch in or to send those sneak peeks or, you know, all the things that photographers do to give that rich client experience. They'll have the time to do that. So it makes a better client experience because their photographer has time for them as well. That's amazing. And you know, it's funny too. I want to share this quick story where I had the opportunity. I photographed the wedding I just did in, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. It was March. So I did, I shot this wedding March 26th and this I was a chapter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at the mountain winery. Absolutely. You edited that for me. And the bride had like a, a, she had her wedding in the mountain winery in California where I was raised. And that's how we had that connection. And then she came out to Cave Creek. So she was out here and her parents live in Cave Creek. And we were able to do kind of like a, just like a little celebration. They had their parents, friends and extended family. And they did just more like a little like family night to celebrate their wedding. And the coolest thing ever was that they had their wedding photos playing in the background. And this, was three weeks after the wedding, you know, I mean like insane. And so all of the guests that were arriving and, you know, talking and introducing me because I got to go, they were just shocked at how quickly the images were returned. You you just can't beat that client experience for them to be able to share that with everybody here in Arizona. is just, it's amazing. Yes. And just to know that that type of word of mouth and that buzz that you're creating for simply doing your job. Like that's the part that I think is so mind boggling is I'm not really going above and beyond. I'm not, um, you know, throwing out these bells and whistles. I'm just investing in you as my editor to get these done so much faster and way more efficiently. So, and of course the photos were absolutely gorgeous. The couple was so sweet and beautiful. That's because you capture them so well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah. I don't know what you do. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. But it was, that to me is just a powerful, priceless gift that I can share with them and their family to just. It really is. Yeah. Well, and it's even funny too. And I, and I hate to say this, but I've seen quite a few couples from other photographers that they don't get their images back six to eight months later. And then we see these, we see these photos pop up on Facebook and I literally think, girlfriend, your day is over. Like, right. <laughs> like 
<laughs> like, it really is. There's something special about being able to go through your wedding day when you're still, you know, it's still so fresh. Yes. It really, it's just, it makes it special. It really does. So when is a good season to start thinking about this? Because I know you have some advice on when we should actually start hiring an editor. I'm so glad you asked that, Kiana. Definitely do it when you're not busy. Don't wait until you're six weddings behind or you're in the throes of spring or fall busy, busy wedding season. Caveat to that is if you're drowning and you need help, go ahead and do that. But if you're hearing this, and you're thinking about hiring an editor, do it when you're not busy because you're going to want time to do, you're going to want time to find the right editor to do some free trial runs. I do a thing with my clients that's very specific in our workflow so that I, you know, can always mimic their style. So you're going to want time to set those things up and to have some back and forth, some trial and error with your editor before you're in throes of busy, busy wedding season. Um, So I would say if you have the opportunity to hire your editor before you get slammed or you get way, way behind, (laughs) it'll be a much better and smoother experience for sure. Amazing. And for both too, not just for the photographer that's drowning, but also the editor as well. Absolutely. Because he or she will have time to do that onboarding process with you in a really thorough way. And they won't be, you know, four weddings deep when you're contacting them about a free trial run. So it really is best for everybody. Amazing. Amazing. So now that you've, so you got your camera settings, you know, like you want to prevent being on the struggle bus. Okay. (laughs) Before it gets busy. (laughs) Nobody wants the struggle bus. No. So let's, let's dive into those tools and those programs. So what you know, what does it look like when it comes to actually working with an editor and dumping files and Wi-Fi and Dropbox? What should we start investing in now to make that transition smooth? Okay. Yep. It's super easy. Um, Most photographers are going to already have a subscription to Lightroom. Um, I've never met a photographer that doesn't, but I mean, they might be out there, but for my editing services and really any other personal private editor that I am aware of, we all use Lightroom and it's a subscription-based service. I'm terrible. I should know the price. I think it's $10 a month. Do you know, Kiana? Yeah. Is it 10 I, or 19 or something like that? I think it's, I think it's nine or 10 bucks, but then I also yeah, pay it's for not the much. cloud. Yeah. Yeah. It's not much at all. So you'd have to have Lightroom. And um, on the day of a wedding, you would come home, you would download your cards like you normally do. You would call them and I would suggest photo mechanic, no affiliation. It just will blow your mind if you don't already use it. I don't even know what they charge anymore, but it is, it's worth its weight in gold it is, it <laughs> because is. to call a wedding and photo mechanic, it it's going to speed up the time by what would you say even do you use photo mechanic? Oh yeah, for sure. 10 times faster than trying to do it in Lightroom. So however you call, call your wedding down to just the images you want edited. And then I have my clients make anchor images. Not all my clients, those that I've been working with a long time. I don't really need to do that anymore. But you make your anchor images if that's something that your editor requires. And you make smart preview catalog of that gallery. And then I have my clients just drop it into Dropbox. Each of my clients and I have a shared a separate shared folder for each of my clients. They drop it in there. They text me, hey, I just dropped a wedding for you. I always acknowledge, awesome, can't wait to see it. I let them know I received their message. And then I put them on my little list because I edit in the order received. 
I edit the Smart Preview catalog. I send it back as a Smart Preview catalog via Dropbox and our shared folder. And then as a photographer, they bring that back into that catalog and sync those images and they're ready to export as full res JPEGs for their clients. So it's really very simple. You would need Lightroom and some kind of file transferring system. I use Dropbox, so but there are other ones out there if you have something that you prefer. So it's pretty simple. Amazing. And you definitely streamline this. I feel that was one thing that I was really nervous about even investing in an editor or starting this whole process is I felt crippled kind of because I thought, okay, well, I need to know what I'm doing so I can teach you what you're doing. Right. And so that's not true. You can absolutely (laughs) find editors that are experts like you that know what they're doing. And even I just have to say, Elisa, like you take my images and you just make them sparkle. Like it's like, I wish I could edit as well as you do. (laughs) But you're the photographer. I'm the editor. That's what I do all day, every day. So (laughs) if I tried to take a picture, it would be, it would be poop. (laughs) No, no. Oh my gosh. We all have the things that we have our thing. So it is true. Most photographers, you're not alone, Kiana. Most photographers do struggle with their editing, but it's because they didn't get into this to edit and it's not, it's not their passion. It's not what they love. It is my passion. It's what I love and it's what I do all day, every day. So just makes my heart so happy to hear you say that, but it doesn't surprise me. I bet you would probably say that about, you know, almost any editor out there. It's what we do. (laughs) Absolutely. You're the expert. What advice would you give someone that is, you know, a very experienced photographer, they, they truly enjoy editing. They actually don't mind it, but it is bogging them down. They are missing out on family dinners. They are missing out on family events. Maybe they have some opportunity to possibly get into education or to make some pivots or some, some new offers. I mean, what is your advice or your kind of push to say like, come on photographer, like you can do it. It's okay. Like, what would you say to someone who's, who enjoys it, but needs to let it go? Right. That's such a great question. Cause it is hard. You know, it's, it's hard already for an artist to let go of their art. I, I completely understand that. So that's already a hurdle to get over. And then to get over that hurdle, if they really do enjoy that part of the process, I would say one of two things, I would tell them they could look for other areas to outsource if they really wanted to hang on to the editing because they love it and it brings them joy, then outsource other things. They, they definitely, if they're missing life, if they're missing what truly, truly matters. And as, as a grandmother, I will tell you, you will look in their rearview mirror and the things that you think are important today are probably not the things that were important. So you really need to evaluate and make sure you're, you have time for the things that really matter. And if you don't, You need to outsource something. So if you just can't let go of your editing because it is what brings you joy, then outsource something else. You know, your housework, your errands, your something, um, your bookkeeping, something. If it's not bringing you joy and you really are ready to let it go, but you just, oh, you just need one more, you know, pep talk or you just need a little bit more convincing, I would say talk to a photographer that outsources and you will never look back because I do not know any photographer that has ever gone back and taken it back once they've let it go because it is so life-changing for them. So talk to a few of your photographer friends that have a successful relationship with a private editor and I think it will dispel any doubts that you might have and you'll be ready to take the leap. (laughs) 
amazing. Well, and the, the one story that comes to mind, because I'm all about analogies and metaphors and I love, you know, kind of speaking because I feel, I know I'm not like super psychic, but I can just feel some people maybe even still maybe having resistance. Mm-hmm. And so the thought that comes to mind is Chip and Joanna Gaines, right? Yes. So I'm obsessed with them and in their, at their Magnolia location, I just, you know, for any photographers that's like, I don't know about this, like I can only edit the way I do and I can't let it go. I just want you to think about, for those that are listening, think of going to Magnolia to go have this lavender cupcake or this, they have super cute, like- Lavender lemon. It's my favorite cupcake in the whole world. Yes. You have to go there just for that cupcake. Exactly. So so think about that, right? Are we going to these locations and are we really going to cry and be sad that Joanna Gaines did not bake that cupcake? Right. So like, that's literally my thought process is, you know, Joanna, she probably came up with, you know, the recipe. Of course, you know, there's a a super cute spread of her holding that in her magazine or on her blog, but like there's super cute, awesome bakers that are, you know, part of her team that are actually baking. And so I want you to kind of take that same analogy and put that towards your business where so good. it's still you, it's still your magic touch and your experience and, you know, your product, but it's being baked or edited by someone else. <laughs> she outsourced, which upped our client experience when we go there. Had she tried to run everything herself, the client experience would look a whole lot different when you went to Magnolia Market. Right. It just wouldn't exist. It would be a crazy, crazy catastrophe. (laughs) That's excellent. That's excellent analogy. So let's dive in. I'd love to pivot with you because I feel like I've already convinced you. If you're a photographer that hasn't invested (laughs) in an editor yet, just DM me, literally send me a voice memo. I will talk back and I will just say- I have a list of photographers they could talk to as well. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) So let's say, because I know you are an incredible educator and teacher and your heart is in- Yeah, your heart is in sharing this. It really is. Can you share with us kind of like a life in the day of Gigi, like what it looks like for you to be an editor? First of all, I love that you call me Gigi. (laughs) It's one of my favorite titles. Um, In fact, I think it goes wife, Gigi, mom. It used to be, I think. Don't tell the kids. I'm kidding. Exactly. Um, So the, my life it's, it's, I like to say um, it's probably, it's a dream job. It really is. I know I'm overstating it and I know I feel that way because I've done it for almost, you know, I'm I'm in my seventh year, but for me, it's a dream job. I'm my own boss. I have my pajama bottoms on as we, (laughs) as we speak. Um, You can wear your comfy clothes all day. You make your own hours. You still have to work, but if you decide to take a Friday off, which I do two or three times a month, to watch my grandkids and have my Gigi days, as I call them. If it's busy season, I might have to put in some hours on a Saturday that week, but I get to decide when I'm working. So I love being able to create my own schedule. And I not only create my own schedule as far as what days I work and what days I don't, I can create my own schedule on any given day. So for instance, I'm in the midst of busy season. I have quite a bit of editing to do today, but I can take an hour and a half off in the middle of the day and do this with you and not even think twice about it. I love that. I I absolutely love having control of my own schedule. And as a private editor as well, you can work from anywhere in the world. And I really do mean that. I have worked on buses, on planes, on boats, in the car, 
at cabins, in hotels. Like I can work anywhere in the world. So it's just, it's an amazing job. I know an editor who took a year, her and her husband, he took a year off. They bought a motorhome and their goal was to hit every national park in the United States in a year. And she completely supported them that entire year as a private editor. So it, she made enough money that year editing that they could literally take a year and travel the entire United States. So when I say you can work from anywhere, you really can work from anywhere. That I love it. Amazing. I love what I do. Amazing. And what an inspiration. I feel like, unfortunately, through the last couple of years, many photographers, unfortunately, had to put their cameras down, right? They just, it's, it, it hit us and it hit us hard. So knowing that this is another option where they can maybe step into kind of pivot if they do enjoy, I mean, this is something, I mean, I called like you mentioned editing and working from home and working from anywhere, you also can take on as little or as much as you want. So if there, if there are any young moms out there that, I mean, I call them like nap warriors that they could put in a couple hours a day, or if their children are in school, maybe they're just working two or three days a week and just creating a little bit of an extra income that could be life changing to their home. It truly is. My oldest daughter has been doing this about as long as I have, and she has three kids And her schedule is exactly what you said. She works during nap time, busy season. She might get up at five in the morning and work from five to seven in the morning. But when her kids are up, her laptop is closed and she's a mom. And yet she makes a really good income working part-time, never having to leave the home, still being able to do all the school things and all the things that she wants to do as a mom of littles but still earn enough income that they have fun play money and vacation money and things like that. So it, it's, it's wonderful. You know, she just takes on a few clients, just the few that she needs. And it, it's just such a perfect fit for her. What a blessing. And I'm literally getting the chills about that. Cause I feel like as women and, and, you know, and guys too, we juggle so much. This is not just a predominantly female business. Like guys right. can be editors too. <laughs> Right. Some of the best editors in the world are, you know, the Lightroom gurus that I learned from. They're all male. So yes. there are a lot of men out there that definitely are much better editors than I am. It's I know most mostly women that do it, but I know there's a ton of men that do it as well. Amazing. So can you share with us, because I know you have some incredible resources. You're always dumping awesome education um, through your Instagram. And so tell us, like, how can we learn from you, Elisa, if we wanted to take this on and either start from scratch, like you don't necessarily have to be a photographer to be an editor, right? Oh, no, no. Actually, I have a course that I created. Um, It's called the ABCs of photo editing. And I created it simply because my husband got tired of me saying, this is a dream job. Everybody needs to know about this opportunity. (laughs) And one day he looked at me and said, how are they going to know if you don't tell them? (laughs) So I do have that course if someone is interested in becoming an editor. If you're not interested in becoming an editor and you just want to know more about editing, go to my blog. I have tons of, you know, articles and things like that on my blog that teach you. I try to do educational things on my Instagram and then I have a YouTube channel as well. I'm all about, I really truly believe that we all stand on the shoulders of people that have gone before us. There's really nothing new under the sun. None of the things that I have learned that I come up with in a vacuum. And so it's a joy for me to share with others what I know. I absolutely love it. So whenever I have the time 
I love to teach the tips and tricks and, you know, all the shortcuts and hacks of Lightroom to help others, um, either in their editing journey or as a photographer, if they're not at a place where they feel like they can hire an editor yet. So I would check those places, my website, my Instagram, and my YouTube channel. And if they have questions, if any of your listeners have questions, I love specific questions because then it helps me to know what people need and what they're wanting to learn. So have them reach out to me and I will do my absolute best. If I know the answer, (laughs) I'll do my best to answer that and make a video about it if I need to. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I feel like this is an opportunity that not many people know about. And just like you said, like what Glenn mentioned, your husband about, oh no, like how are they going to know about this unless you share it, unless you create it. And I feel like this is just such an opportunity that I don't want to say people are sleeping on. They just don't even, are they not even aware it exists? Right. Exactly. It is true. And when I tell people what I do, they're like, you do what? (laughs) They've heard of professional photographers, but they're like, what's a professional editor? You know, they think I edit books or literary things or. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty new. So I love to like really talk, like I'd love to be really transparent and chat about opportunities here. So what would you say if you wanted to do something just like part-time, like what type of income are we juggling here? I mean, something from, something from just having a couple clients to making this a full-time gig, like where on the spectrum, if we can talk like numbers and be candid about this, like, what does this look like? I am a numbers person, so I don't mind talking about it at all. I know some people are uncomfortable about it, but I will tell you, I made six figures last year um, as an editor. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband is an attorney by profession, and he teases me and says I make more an hour than he does, (laughs) which some days that's true. It just depends on the job and the gallery and, you know, all of that. But it is very lucrative. Um, When you are first starting out, you're probably not going to, you're not going to make as much as I'm making now. I've been doing this for six and a half years and I was a photographer before I started. So you can't expect to make six figures your first year, but the more you edit, the more, the faster you become. So the more you can edit, the more money you'll make. But starting out, I would say, even as a beginning editor, you could probably expect to make 20, 25, $30 an hour. And within a year or two, you will make be easily be making 50, 60, $75 an hour. So it's, it's very lucrative. If you stick with it, you do the hard work. I will say the hardest part about this gig, the absolute hardest part, in my opinion, especially if you're not a photographer, and this is hard and you got to be willing to do the work. It's like building any other business is getting your first few clients. So you're going to really have to put in the work to get those first few clients Once you have your first few clients, your business will flourish word of mouth. I've never advertised. I've never paid for advertising. I've never, after I had my first few clients, every single client I have had since then has been word of mouth or just me putting stuff out on Instagram. So, but getting those first few, I'm not going to lie, is hard. It's, it is hard. It it requires some like work, but once you have those, Um, you'll be well on your way because it does build quickly. Photographers tend to hang out with other photographers. And so once they find an editor and their life's been changed, they're going to be talking to all of their photography friends like, oh my gosh, you have to get an editor. Um, And your business will build pretty quickly word of mouth. Oh my goodness, Elisa. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom, all your thoughts and- Joy. Yeah, and truly sharing this, 
opportunity. You know, like I just, I feel like you are such a blessing to my business and to my life. And I'm serious. Like I just getting this editing portion off of my plate and I even full transparency, I kind of took baby steps with you. I mean, I've been working with you (laughs) for a few I get that. Yeah. It's okay to take baby steps. (laughs) Yes. Well, and I just, and I want to share too, like that was my journey. My journey was I only sent you, as soon as I started working with you, I just sent you weddings. Mm -hmm. And then I sent you all my weddings and engagement sessions. Mm -hmm. Then I would do a couple like mini session dumps where I would do just, you know, edit all these families for me. And now I'm at the point where I'm sending you everything, like anything that comes through. I'm like, that was my goal for this year. And You've been doing amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> and it's so fun to see what you've done with the extra time that you have. I mean, look at you. Thank you. I know I was able to start now. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. You're killing Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And um, and then if you can just share really quickly, it'll all be in the show notes, but like, what is your exact Instagram? How do we stalk you and learn from you <laughs> and pick up all those nuggets? Um, my website is um, ABC. The ABCs are abcsphotoediting.com. I think, isn't it terrible? I never go there. Um, at Alisa McCormick is my Instagram. And the ABCs of photo editing, I believe, is my YouTube channel. But if you go to the blog, if you go to my website, um, you'll be able to find all the things. There's, you know, links there to get to my Instagram and my YouTube channel and blog and all of that. So you'll be able to get all the goodies. I also have a newsletter that I put out that also, if you don't want to have to check the blog or those things. Um, I send that stuff, you know, via newsletter to all the tips and tricks and hacks. If they'd rather do that, they can sign up for that. And I do have, it's very old and I need to redo it. It's embarrassing to even mention this, but, (laughs) and I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Lightroom for mobile has had a couple of upgrades since I did this, but I do have a free Lightroom mobile course. If people want that, I'm happy that they let them grab it. And the tools all look the same. They're just in different places every time Lightroom updates. But that's kind of fun to go through if you're really wondering if you would enjoy editing. It's kind of fun to try it out on your phone. And Lightroom Mobile is free. So you wouldn't have to pay for a subscription to learn how to use Lightroom on your phone and decide if it's something that you might like to do permanently. That's amazing. Thank you for offering that. And I love this. Like, I'm telling you all, like, Elisa is just this wealth of knowledge and you are so so giving with your tools. You're even teaching me stuff all the time. You'll post things, cute little reels. And I'm (laughs) laughing because I'm thinking, I never even knew that shortcut on Lightroom. Like you're saving me time now. (laughs) I'm telling you, when you do this all day, you want all the shortcuts. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining today. And just thank you for asking me. I'm humbled that you asked. I was so excited when you reached out. And oh, of course. Honestly, if listeners have any questions that I didn't answer about being an editor, have them reach out. I love to answer questions. I'm very available. I really do love, love, love helping others on this journey. As a private editor, there's only so many clients we can take. So I don't, I'm constantly turning people away. I don't need more customers. I would love to help others on their editing journey (laughs) so that I can send photographers that come to me to someone. Yes. Um, yes. Because there are a lot of photographers out there that have trouble finding an editor. So we need more editors. So I would love to help someone along on their journey. So have them reach out to me. I'm here to help. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. 
That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.